Hey guys, Adam here. This episode of the podcast is going to be a little bit different. There's no intro music, um, there's no reviews to read out, and there's, sorry, most importantly, there's no Harry. I wanted to do this one solo, to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's going to be a three-minute podcast or a three-hour podcast. I'm uh, just going to sort of take it as it comes. It's going to be talking about something a little bit difficult for me, um, but there's a reason that I want to put it on the podcast. So two weeks ago today, I lost my dad, and that sort of shook my world in lots of different ways. And I posted a question into the the group that we've built. It's got an amazing community. There's like 90 people in there now. So it's a, it's a Facebook group around the podcast, sort of trying to help people connect and just help each other more, more importantly. And I posted in there saying, like, the idea of this podcast is that we share what it's really like to build a business. It's really hard. and But there's, it's like a roller coaster. There's the highs and the lows. And what we've tried to do for the last 250, 270 episodes, however many it is, is just be really transparent and honest about the things we're doing well at, the things we're struggling with, and all the fuck-ups and mistakes that we've made. And one of the things for me is I want to make sure that we keep this show transparent. And this isn't about me personally and sort of how I'm dealing with it, but it, it kind of is. But when you're a solopreneur, when you're a founder, when you run your own business, imagine drawing two circles on a piece of paper and they slightly overlap. So you've got personal life, one big circle, and you've got your business, the other big circle. It's impossible to exclude them completely, and they overlap. And at some points, as you build a business, they will overlap more than other times. And you'll go through ebbs and flows of trying to spend more time with the family and get this work-life balance, this thing that we keep hearing about. And then you'll just go through times where it's sort of put your head down, get on with it, crunch time, you just got to get on with work. And this is why I wanted to put it on the show because even though this is personal to me, as someone that runs their own business, it is of course going to impact how I run my business. So I just wanted to share a few things that I've learned in the last couple of weeks, how I'm personally working through it from a business perspective with the goal that maybe in, maybe in a, a month, a year, or 10 years' time, however long this podcast sits on this feed, uh, however long this is up for, that someone stumbles across it at the right time and they just needed to hear it from someone else that's been through it. So I won't give you the full backstory, but in short, my my dad was so influential to me. He was an entrepreneur. He was the definition of a hustler. He was just amazing. Like He, he worked so hard to make sure there was always food on the table, and growing up, there was two things in my house. There was always love and there was always hard work. And as I grew up, I wanted to, I wanted to make him proud. And because my dad was an entrepreneur, he ran his own business, I thought I would do that by running my own business. And it's sort of in my DNA from doing car boots and doing all this cool stuff as a kid, just learning how to make a few quid. My dad taught me how regardless of what happens in my life, I would always be able to make a few pounds. As a complete side note, a funny story, I, didn't, I don't really know where this is going, guys, so bear with me. 
<clears throat> but I remember my dad teaching me a trick in a pub one day and I used to go and play a lot of pool with him. So I'd walk into the pub and we'd play pool and he was always about teaching me to make sure that I could look after myself and always had money in my pocket. So he said, go and get that pint glass, empty pint glass. So he said, walk around the bar, go and say to everyone, we're having a game of darts, closest dart to the queen's nose wins the £10 that we're going to stick on the board. Everyone puts a pound in the pot. We got 20, 25, 30 people playing. £30 coins went to the bar, got one £10 note, and the rest of the change went into my pocket, put one £10 note up onto the, the dartboard. Everyone had a right laugh, closest to the nose wins. If there was a bit of a debate, they, the final two or three shot it out, and one person won a tenner, and I, I put £20 in my pocket. And as a 10, 12, 13-year-old boy, that's a lot of money. So it's little stories like that that just make me remember they're the things that he's taught me to do. So I never, I never worry about money, to be honest. And don't get me wrong, I've, I'm a married man now with two kids, and everyone has bills. But I've, I've just got this natural confidence now that he's instilled into me in terms of like, I can go and make more money if I need to. Anyway, going off topic. The things that I want to just talk about today is less about the impact my dad's made, because... I could bore you to death with the stories and, and maybe, and I've even thought about it, like the man started to write a book, he used to have a phrase which was, I've done it all, if I haven't done it, it's because it wasn't worth doing and from being a fairground boxer to the Navy to uh, moving to Malta, becoming an entrepreneur and doing his own thing for sort of the last 30 years of his life, 40 years of his life, 50 years of his life thinking out loud. Just an inspiration. And I'm finding it hard right now. And I think the things that I'm mainly finding hard is how I'm meant to deal with it. And there's no, there's no playbook for this. When you run your own business, you have to keep things moving forward. So I, I sort of scribbled down five points that I just wanted to speak about on the podcast. And... Hopefully, I don't know where they're going to go, but hopefully it will help if someone's in a similar situation or uh, will prepare you um, in a way that I, I want to be prepared uh, or I want to help you be prepared in the future. So the first one that I scribbled down was communication. What I mean by this is I've got a 10-person team around me and it was hard for me to work out how to act and um, communicate with the team because the team know I'm, I'm a very family orientated man and my fear was that everything sort of slows down and hard decisions are not made and the business stops the momentum that we've built up over the last three to four months that things are going well here and it's, it's really bittersweet to be honest like things in the business are going well and this happens personally but things happen so the way that I dealt with this with the team and I think it's a testament to the team that we've built here is I am confident that I don't need to over communicate what's going on with me I just know they'll pick up what I can't do and this is all about the process that we're going through now as a team is making sure that we're all on the same page we understand the company's playbook in terms of where we focus where we play and where we win and that mentality of 
driving the team towards one goal that we've tried to instill over the last four to eight weeks has just given me a level of confidence that I can take a little bit of a step back for the odd day, for the odd hour, for the odd meeting and know that my team is making the right decisions. On top of this, just to talk about team is this is where you need to have a team that's prepared to dig in and support you. Because sort of the second thing that's on my list is I'm now having to choose my battles very carefully. And what I mean by this is I'm 100% self-aware that my, my energy levels are low right now, and that's just down to lack of sleep. You can probably tell I'm sounding a little bit nasally. I've, I've picked up a cold, just feeling run down. And this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. I'm just distracted and I'm here, there and everywhere. And my thoughts are, um, yeah, they're hard to pull together, to be honest. But what that means for me is, as the CEO of the company, is I need to pick my battles very carefully because where I deploy my energy and effort needs to be something that's important and is going to move the needle. So this is where I have fully appreciated my team because the stuff that I normally do, but someone else in the team can do, I've just one-lined it and they've picked it up for me because I have to keep things moving forward as the business because it's... I understand this is a hard time, but it's not just about me. There is an organization, there are salaries, and there are, there are people's careers here. Um, that is the thing that I'm finding it very hard to balance. But credit to the team in terms of right now, I am having to put more ownership and authority into their roles. And this is where you'll, you'll really become tested as one, can you delegate? Two, can you trust? And three, will they deliver? And... It's times like this where I'm super happy that the hiring decisions that we've made and the culture that we've built, this is where it really gets tested. Like when things are going well, it's easy for the company to have great days. It's easy for people to do the good work. It's the times that something like this happens that distracts the CEO or you lose a key member of the team or a core client that's 80% of your revenue fires you. It's these times that come to test you as a startup or as a business. And it's, it's how you react to this that will depend on your level of success. So I think one of the lessons that I've learned here is just making sure that there are the softer, unseen things when you're hiring and building culture that I think we've got really right here. And if we hadn't got it right, I don't really know how I'd be going through this process in terms of what's happened with my dad and how I'd be dealing with it. These guys have given me this level of trust and support that means if I don't want to come into the office tomorrow, I don't have to. And I know that things will keep moving forward. And that sort of moves me on to my third point, which is just guilt. And this is a hard one to talk about. Because so dad passed two weeks ago, which was on a Monday. And I took the Tuesday off. I just took my boys out and went out with my wife. And then on the Wednesday, I'm back at my desk early hours and just getting on with work. And I don't know whether that's normal, whether that's right or whether that's wrong. And to be honest, what I've learned is I don't think there is any right or wrong. But my go-to was just to get back into the thick of it with work. And that was my way of just escaping reality at that point in time. I just focused and went on autopilot. And it's only taken me sort of two weeks to feel um, the impacts of this in terms of feeling very flat and not being self-aware to the point where I'm dealing with my emotions. 
if if this or, or anything similar happens to you, these couple of things that I've spoken about is over communicating to the people that are in your inner circle is so important. And I'm really bad at it. I'm very, very bad at it. And the times that I do it, I feel much better for it. And when I sit at my desk and I'm I'm just working, I feel extremely guilty because I think I should be thinking about my dad. But this is my way of dealing with it. So I wanted to put on record and on the mics is however you, if, and I hope to God nothing like this happens, if anything comes to shake your world as much as this, how you deal with it is so personal to you. There is no right or wrong way. And I'm probably going to go through ebbs and flows in terms of what I plan to do and how I plan to work through this. But what I'm trying to re reduce is the level of guilt that I feel when I'm sat at my desk. Because this, what I work out is the work is just my coping mechanism. You'll have your own. What I do ask is that you make yourself self-aware to the point that whatever your coping mechanism is, it's a positive one because it's so easy to slip. Uh, and this came as an interesting time. I was doing dry January, which is now a drier January because I, I wanted to have a drink on my dad. But how you deal with the hard times in life will decide how successful you are. And how you determine your level of success is really interesting. And I didn't think I'd segue into this, but I covered this off at the beginning as I thought success the conversations that I had with my dad was all around how the business is going, which is where we are, the offices, the staff, the revenue, the clients. And I went for a walk with my dad, I don't know, six to eight months ago, and we we're in a park talking about the business. I've got my two boys with me. And I'm talking about the business and explaining we just had some new deals through and it was, it was cool, good. And again, it's this thing, uh, son to dad relationship, I just wanted to make him proud. And he's looking, he's, he's half paying attention to me and he's looking out and he's watching my two kids with his dogs kicking a ball and playing around. And he stops me mid-sentence and just says, no, I'm really proud of you. At, at that point, I realized it was nothing, like nothing about what I'd said about the business. <coughs> Excuse me. It was nothing about what I'd said about the business that made him say that. It was he was looking out across a park with my two kids. And at that point, I learned what success was. So it shouldn't take moments like this to help you put life in perspective. So what you need to do is take a second today, take five minutes, take an hour, take a walk, and just really ask yourself why you do what you do. It's at times like this that you really get tested. Because I stopped trying to build the business to build a business for a business's sake, for numbers' sake, for revenue's sake. Like I'm building a business because I want to make an impact. The same way that I try and make an impact now as a father, I want to make an impact to as many people as possible. That's how I'm measuring my level 
of success now. So work out what is your true measure of success and try and be self-aware to that. Because if you're chasing something that is built on sand compared to concrete is when things like this, and life happens to everybody, when things like this happen, it will, I promise you, it will really test you. I have never been more fired up to fucking crush what I do day to day and make a bigger impact to more people because I know my why. And when I do that and when things get good and things get big, it's not the numbers that when my dad looks down that he'll give two shits about. It's the amount of people I've impacted. The livelihood, the lifestyle, the time that I spend with my kids. I'm going to wrap this up now because I want to leave it with that. I don't know where I'm going to get on the mics to talk about this again in the future, but this is my way of dealing with this. So thank you for listening. And just thanks for all the support. I've In that group, you guys know who you are. You've dropped me some wonderful messages. But the reason for this show is, one, this is clearly how I deal with things. I'm sat in a room on my own with a mic on, and speaking about it helps. I want to make this podcast not just a great podcast. I want to make it the best podcast. And that comes from us being transparent and true. Take an hour take a walk, take a weekend. Whether you're in a nine-to-five job, whether you're a solopreneur, whether you've got a team of 50, work out your personal why. Get really, really, really fucking clear on it. Because then everything else that comes to try and knock you off path won't. Speak to you guys soon.